Welcome to another episode of The Salty Christian. I would like to invite you into a process I'm going through right now. And it's one that I've gone through many, many times. And as I'm recognizing how the Lord works through things with me, it makes it a little bit easier to go with the process. So I hope the same for you is true, that you will find some part of this that gives you ease in a process of coming into wholeness with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, which also allows you to continue in the work that he has for you in your life, the specific plans, the step-by-step role that he's called you to. I don't believe it's important for me to get into details of this process, but I have been feeling led to discover or explore the attributes of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost as it pertains to our relationships and how he made us, for example, mother, father, children. Um, My life has brought me to another level and place of sorting through this um, relationally. Thank God. I I thank God that I have a, um, a family here still to be able to consider those relationships and where are they, how have they been affected in the past and how are those things affecting today and how have those relationships and experiences affected my walk in every other way um, that maybe I hadn't recognized until now and I get to go back and work through those things. It's kind of like our nature, um, my nature is like things start to accumulate and build up. And as I get more and more stuff, I have to kind of sort through it and then find a place for it, um, or discard it. It's the same, same kind of process. So Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. You are here with us. Lord God, I pray a blessing over each person listening to this. I pray that as you reveal things to them that you know about them, that you want to deal with, like this stirring up is a safe place and it does not feel safe. Like one of my mentors says, um, he's stirring it up or revealing it. He's bringing it to the surface because he's ready to... He's ready to deal with it. He wants you to know he's with you. He wants me to know that this is affecting my life and in the different ways. Some might call it uh, triggers and where a trigger comes in, it could be time to deal with it. It could not be not the time to deal with it. It just depends. Um, But the, the process needs to be recognized because 
when we feel unsafe with these hurts that stir up and come back up or these tendencies we have, I believe that the Lord is showing me something. And I believe that the Lord is ready uh, to walk me through it because he knows me. He knows me inside and out. And walking through these hard places with him is the safest and best place to be in my life. It's very vulnerable. It is very, it feels very unsafe, but it is the safest place to be. I feel like I've talked about that in the past, but I'm uh, hopeful that I can hear from you so that I can pray for you. If you're not led to reach out, that's totally fine. Um, but you can find me on uh, Facebook. I just started a Facebook group called Salty Christian. I might change that and I'll let you know. Um, but I've, I've had this in my spirit that um, for a long time, the Lord has given me um, things that I've walked through, taught me lessons through these experiences. You know, the Lord says he'll, um, he'll write his word on your heart. And he has done that for me. And then as I grew stronger and stronger with him, he's shown me where now that I've received, I am to freely give. And that's also scripture. And, um, so that's what this is. That's what this is about. Because as we keep these, um, these things to ourselves, or we keep, uh, trying to gain health ourselves and gain a safe place and build a safe place, um, we kind of become stagnant and it, it ends up being our own kind of, well, it's become my own. If I don't deal with what I have to deal with right now, in the way that he leads me, then it will ultimately be where I stop growing in this area. And the funniest thing is I'm seeing right now where it's been a trend for generations and it starts right inside of the privacy of the home. And, um, it's not something that I've really ever um, put together or recognized before. I believe it is given um, by the Holy Spirit, like this awareness, and um, that the rightful identity and purpose and role in my mind and how it it's affected me in my life and in these relationships and through this um, experience. Uh, has touched every part of my life so far. So I am looking forward to that healing because where he heals me, I can be a vessel uh, where I say yes to him, which yes, capital Y-E-S exclamation point is my word for the year with the Lord. Um, I had been hesitant in the past because I felt unsafe with people. My foundation felt unsafe, and I believe this is the core and the root of that. So saying yes 
started with being open to relationships. And I didn't even know it at the time, but continuing to open myself up to the possibility of a proper healing, proper love, proper handling, those kind of things was the beginning of my walk into this emphatic, um, I wish completely unreserved, yes, uh, but it's still a very conscious um choice that I make to say yes to the Lord, uh, to go deeper, to go further in him. And I know, I know, I know emphatically that what he brings you to, he will bring you through. It may not be easy, but it is a blessing. I also know, oh, Lord Jesus, I also know that it will set others free. Those relationships, those things that we come in contact with, if we're called to go back and deal or we're called to share forward or around or whatever after it's done its complete work in me, then just standing in that freedom, the anointing is in it and on me to help others, whether they know anything. I remember recently, um, sorry, let me finish that thought, whether they know anything about what I walked through whether they know the details of it, you might be saying right now, you don't know. <laughs> and I will say to you, that's true, but God does. And I used to feel like I needed to explain and describe every part of me so that I could be uh, feel authentic and that no surprises would come. Um and that condemnation wouldn't be able to come through that ultimately. Because if you know everything about me and every bad thing, every way that I'll set, you know, let you down, then I'm off the hook, right? But, but the truth of that is that that was my insecurity. And so I invite you into this place that what I longed for was to be known completely, to be loved unconditionally, and to be accepted with all of my shortcomings, that I would not be an idol to someone, that they would know emphatically that I will let you down. I am not your all in all. I cannot carry you. I'm not going to be your answer. Uh, but in a healthy kind of way. And I had the Lord fill that place for me. No, I'm not the answer, but there's not a hopelessness in that. He is the answer. He is the hope. He knows you. He knows you. He loves you. He accepts you. And it's his job. He steps into that place of saying, 
I took every sin upon myself so that you can be washed clean. Just bring it to me. Just give it to me. And how does that look? I don't know for you. But for me, sometimes it looks like weeping in the moment. Sometimes it it looks like asking forgiveness for someone I've lashed out at and digging deeper to say, what, what was that? Because that was a symptom. That's not really even the problem. That was a symptom. And then expecting to be heard in that. So if you're in unhealthy relationships where they can't hear you right now, then seek someone that can. Likely professional help is an awesome place to start with that. You know, contact someone at a church, contact someone that will hear you, that will help you. Ask the Lord to direct you in that. But don't quit. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep going deeper. Deep calls out to deep and... Wow, you know how good you feel after you clean out those closets, you know, and you you vacuum under the couch and and inside of the cushions and all of it's just so clean and you just feel the sense of relief, relief and satisfaction in walking into your home in your own space. Well, that's what this experience is like for me. And I encourage you to embrace it, to trust God with it, to open up his word and gain nourishment from it, to let that salve of his word heal you, to say yes when he's speaking to you, to do things that are absolutely not your idea, that's something you would never come up with, that you're almost embarrassed about, and go with it. Go with it. Do the thing. One time the Lord asked me uh, when I was... um, really, really in despair over a loss. And, um, I, I didn't really know what to do. I just kind of sat in it and felt it. And that's a good thing to do. But there's a time where it starts affecting others. And if it becomes a way of life, it's really unhealthy. So thank God I had someone around me that was able to say, um, you know, this is really uncomfortable. It was actually my daughter. She was about 10 years old and she said, mama, God's not here anymore. And that landed on me like a ton of bricks. And so listen to the loved ones that love you unconditionally and walk into that and ask the Lord what that's about. Walking into a healthy place after sometimes we don't even realize what's going on, right? And we don't know the depth of things and how we've learned to or have, how we've come to just cope with different scenarios that have been done to us, even if um, justice was brought about in it. Um, in my case, it was, and it was over, and I still filtered everything through that experience, though. And um, walking through my life just recently, I have been shown how that thing that was thoroughly dealt with um, in the natural and quickly and promptly uh, within my family, thank God, I have such an amazing uh, uh, family who really, really, truly does the best that we can. And generationally, we have grown 
leaps and bounds, like the freedom and the layers of, um, of, um, progressing into, um, healing just from divorce, from, um, you know, just lies that have come with things that have happened, uh, to or through us that we've really brought a lot of healing because we do deal with it. We are very, um, close. We long to be very close, but what we've, what I've come to realize in my walk is that I have automatically just done things to cope and protect myself from ever feeling those things again. And I've also taken on false responsibility of, um, results after saying, Hey, this is, this happened and it's not okay. No one ever felt like it was okay, but the results from that, that were devastating or, um, perceived as devastating. And then how, uh, chose to respond to other situations, um, from then on, or how I expected things to go from then on because of that, uh, situation or circumstance. So I know I'm talking in circles because you don't have details of a scenario, but I do, um, I do want it that way because I don't want to limit what the Lord wants to do right now through this podcast. So, um, one of the things, the, the situation I was referring to earlier happened as an adult, um, completely independent, um, thinking, you know, I, I can't blame my family. I can't blame my mom, my dad, nobody else. It was completely me and my doing my choices. And I ended up in a really bad place. And ultimately I chose to walk away from that place, but the pain and the reality of it and the hopelessness had set in and on so many levels, but the Lord was with me and I was pressing into him. Unfortunately, the day that my daughter looked at me and said, mama, God's not here anymore. Um, I had, I didn't know what to do. That was right. Like I felt like anything I tried to do ended up in loss, in death, in like just complete start over. Like I really didn't know what to do that was good and that wouldn't end up ultimately hurting someone and um, or myself. So I just really came to this place of despair in this life where I was just ready to go. And, um, I brought that to the Lord. I just said to the Lord in my heart, okay, Jesus, what can I do to dig out of this? And he told me to bring dinner to my neighbor's. Now, this was the most ridiculous thing. That's what I was talking about earlier. Like, if he tells you to do something and it's ridiculous and embarrassing, it doesn't make sense, then I encourage you to just go with it. Um, because what happened from there was I I had quite an embarrassing 
meal because I was broke. I didn't have any money. Uh, We were living on very little at that time. And so I was making grilled cheese for dinner. And um, I was like, I'm not doing that, Lord. Like, this is, this is like not a meal you share, you know, Um, at least not like out of your way to go and give away. So I was like, no, that, no, it's okay. Um, I don't think that would be good because basically that was all we had. And he was like, no, make extra plates and bring it to your neighbors. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, I just, like I said, how did this come about? I felt it. I felt the idea come up. It was almost like if I had a great idea and I would go with it, but I knew this was not my idea. I knew the Lord just put it in my knower is what I refer to it as um, because it was just embarrassing. So anyways, I, I finally said, okay, Lord, I'll, I'll be obedient to you and I will do this. We had three um, neighbors who were bachelors and I thought, well, they'd probably appreciate whatever food, you know, anything. So um, I'll do that, Lord. And so I called Kaylee in the room and I said, Kaylee, we're going to bring food to our neighbors. And y'all, when I say a 10-year-old was embarrassed, you know it was bad. She was like, what? We're not bringing this to our neighbors. I'm not going, Mom. And I said, yes, come on, let's go. And she said, "Um, I don't. I really don't want to. And I told her, you're coming with me. And then (laughs) she said, well, okay, then let's pretend it's my birthday or something. And um, I said, okay, that's fine. Then I got out um, places that said happy birthday and we're going to, we're going to, you know, just say we're celebrating together and that's fine. Um, so we did that and out the door we went, we went to the first neighbor. He was excited. Of course, when it's a little kid, you know, I kind of got off the hook a little bit because I could make it mm, kind of her idea, but she wouldn't really let me. So it was clearly me and, um, my idea to do this. So, um, Anyway, first neighbor was a success. Second neighbor was a success. Third neighbor, we're heading over there. The fourth neighbor comes out and I'm like, oh no, I didn't plan for him. And we were basically out of food. Um, And so he said, "Um, hey, you're bringing food to the neighbors because the other neighbors are still on their porch eating. Um, You know, and I'm en route to the third neighbor uh, that was safe. Um with a plate. And he said, well, I'm leaving on my way to work, but you know, my wife's inside and, uh, she'll be here. So I'm like, okay. And, um, I said, Kaylee, we got to go and get more, um, make something because this one's, you know, this, this is it. So we did that. We whipped up some, I whipped up some potatoes from the freezer, you know, like those diced potatoes and made another grilled cheese. Delicious, right? Um, Delicious, right? So we um, were headed back over to her house and she didn't answer the door. And I'm like, okay, I did not feel 
like our job was complete yet. Like usually when I'm obedient to the Lord, I feel like, yes, I know that what was supposed to happen happened in my obedience. Um, sometimes not, but I was like, we're following through with this. So um, as soon as she didn't answer the door, I knew that we were supposed to go to the next neighbor's house to bring this food to her. Um, so we'd walk down the street. We kind of lived in the middle of the ghetto. It was getting dark. Kaylee was like, I'm afraid, mama. Like, let's just not like, no, we're okay. Let's go. And as soon as I knocked on the door, she came to the door and I said, Hey, we just were thinking about you and wanted to bring you some food. And she broke down crying. I'm telling you, this meant so much to her. She poured out her heart, sharing what had been going on with her and her family and how lonely she was. And just the walk was gut-wrenching. Like, it completely let me know that she was why. And the Lord had wanted her to know that she was not alone, that she had some hope through this ridiculous meal that I was prompted to get out of myself and go and give something away. And after we visited for a while, a beautiful friendship began to grow. I actually helped her with a couple of doctor's appointments and procedures she had. I mean, literally had no one. And, um, but shortly, like right thereafter, uh, that evening that we walked food to her, um, she delivered food to us that was absolutely gourmet. She was such a good cook. She would bring us dinners and she was like, okay, I know after what you brought me, like you, you need this. <laughs> so <laughs> the first meal was a stuffed chicken breast was absolutely perfection. Amazing. I was like, okay, God, now you're just showing off. So over a meal uh, of a humble, humble scraps, um, embarrassing, I should say, um, to being able to receive um, the gourmet nourishment and like food and walk through helping one another. Oh, that's what it's about. That's what he is about and being obedient with him. I have never gone without a meal unless I chose to. I didn't go without a meal because I didn't have it. I, um, he has been an awesome provider. Sometimes I've had an abundance. Sometimes I've had the next thing in front of me that was met. And, you know, it's all it's all, all good. So God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. I'd love to hear your uh, grilled cheese or panini. We we labeled it panini to make it a little bit uh, fancier um, story. So please share. Uh, if you can, you can download the Anchor app and send a voice message uh, through there to me. Or um, some of you may know how to reach me anyways, but I would love to hear from you. And um, 
pray a special blessing over you that the Lord seals a work that he's doing in you and uh, makes it thorough and deep and beautiful and uh, that it just makes you longing for more of him. In Jesus' name, bless you. Bye-bye.